was going to say anything happened at the races yesterday. Any well, any food stories? No food stories. No. Did you get fed? Uh, uh, Tanya made me a nice role to take to the races. Right. Okay. So anyway, it's pretty embarrassing. It regret. you might? No, no, it wasn't. It was a nice salad. Leftover stroganoff. No, no, no. It was a nice salad. So okay. we'll, we'll move on. Our next guest is one. He had a terrific day yesterday. Sunshine in Paris was awesome in the Chirac. And then his roosters got up last night in a thriller at Shark Park. John Camilleri, the owner of Sunshine in Paris, is on the line. John, good morning. Good morning, Ray. Hey, congratulations, John. Well, let's go to to Rose Hill yesterday. We know she was good. Did you think Sunshine in Paris was that good? Oh, hand on heart. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. Annabelle kept telling me that, but um, yeah, I guess just um, the dominance of the wins what uh, sort of set me back a little. Um, uh, you know, when you see jockeys, but I, I thought it was a Group One field yesterday. Um, he's up the last fifty metres. Yeah, it was pretty arrogant. It She's was good. Yeah, and went. One minute eight point eight, which wasn't far off the course record. She broke the race record for the Chiraco Stakes, and as you mentioned, John, she did it easily. Annabelle Neesham said some months ago that this was potentially her Everest horse. John, what what are you thinking? Have you had any contact from slot holders? Is Sunshine in Paris a chance to run in the Everest on October fourteen? Oh, look, if you ask Annabelle, she's in the race already. But, yes, we have, <laughs> yeah. we have had contact. Well, it's a trainer's dream race. Yeah, yeah. but they get paid anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, look, I've had contact from two or three slot holders. It's, Annabelle's going to look at the filly over the mare over the weekend and see how she is. Um, is she up to that level of giga kick and um, Joe Pride's horse and uh, I wish I win? Um, I'm not sure, but mm. uh, I don't want to sort of assume anything after yesterday's win. So... Yeah, I, you know, she's definitely thinking about it seriously now. Fair enough, yeah. Uh, John, I asked Annabelle yesterday and she wasn't sure of the answer. I'm not sure if you've had a chance to talk sure. to her since, but just say the Everest is on, on the cards. Would Sunshine and Paris race again prior to October 14? Uh, I'd say she wouldn't. Mm-hmm. She'd just tick over, maybe have a barrier trial or something. <clears throat> she doesn't want to take that speed out of her, so... Probably not, right? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, this is her next target. Her main aim this whole spring campaign is really the Golden Eagle. Okay. Now, I mean, the Everest, if she runs in that, doesn't interrupt that program. Mm. Well, she did win a, um, she won a Group 1 surround at 1,400 at just a fifth she, start. So she's um, getting out to 1,500 for a Golden Eagle shouldn't be an issue at all down the track. You line. think not. Mm. And that was a pretty serious race at surround stakes. I mean, a couple of Group 1 winners and that, including in secret. So... Um, that was no ordinary field. So, look, you can't knock her. She's, she's done it all before her. Exactly, yeah. Hey, John, um, I know Dino wants to ask about the Roosters. A quick one. You've got a mare called City of Lights who's by t- Deep Impact out of Vegas yep. Showgirl. So she's a, a half to the great Winx. Of course, you yep. own you own bred, or you bred Winx and you own Vegas Showgirl. She's had the one run. She won at Geelong in June. I saw her recently at Joe Pride Stables at Warwick Farm. How is she coming along, City of Lights? Oh, look, she's having a first barrier trial on Tuesday. Uh, Joe's happy with what he sees, but he hasn't come to any assessment yet as to what level of ability she's got or what's the right distance. He's thinking she might be a mile, but just a little early days. But mm. we'll know a little more after the trials. I think it's Warwick Farm on Tuesday, right? Right, OK. She's a nice mare. Yeah. So, yeah, she's done nothing wrong. She's had one start for one win. So she's a four-year-old now, only having one start, but she's by deep impact, so... They do get better, and they get better over a bit of ground. Uh, yeah, the next few weeks will tell us a lot more. John, tell us, where did you watch the game last night? And what did you do when Sammy Walker popped over <laughs> that field goal with seven to go? 
Oh, I wash it off my iPhone in a little Italian restaurant in Surrey Hills with a couple of good friends of ours. So, um, <laughs> no, I didn't do a lot. I was just thrilled. I just couldn't believe the determination of the team. Like, uh, no soldiers left on the paddock there at the end. Yeah, that was, that was um, an amazing resilient. Will you go down Friday night for the? I think it's Friday night dinner. I think when they when the Roosters take on the Storm. Oh, yeah, it is Friday night. I think it's on the cards because I might have a another half sister the Winks um, running at uh, Geelong. Peter Moody tells me so. Okay. It'll work in nicely if that happens. I could go to that race and then go to the game on Friday night. So yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to. What, what's her name, John? Sorry, Dino. Yeah. Oh, what's her name? Time of my life. Okay. Time of my life. John, people talk about the Roosters and lack of support, but there were plenty of Chook supporters in the crowd last night, albeit a small crowd because of Shark Park. But what courage, John. Mm. You know, Sawali goes down and, and Teddy's in the bin and Billy Smith's in the head bin and uh, Manu goes off with a hamstring injury. It was really one of the gutsiest wins you can ever remember. Yeah, I got up early this morning and watched the, the replay and I, just, I thought, oh, they're going to collapse here. They've got to capitulate, but... They just didn't. And that's a testament to the, the boys in the team, Trent Robinson, his coaching team, and really the, the club culture. Like There's just never-say-die attitude, and, um, yeah, you've got to be proud of them. Exactly. Hey, John, I, I want to embarrass you here. I wasn't aware of this no. until this morning, but um, I know now that you have set up a charity through your business, Steggles Chickens, that's aligned to the Roosters. And since you've set it up, you've raised over $5 million for charity. Can you explain how... This charity works, John? Oh, the Blade family, which owns the Steggles Group, you know, we're very much into if we're the philosophy. If we're doing okay, well, it's great to help others. And we've got a, quite a lot of charities that we support and have done for many years and decades. Um, and when we started sponsoring the Roosters back in 2009, I think it's 14 years now, right? Mm. Uh, part of the agreement is that every point that the Roosters win by, we'll donate $1,000 per point to the selected, I think it's six charities in the mainly right. children's charities in the Steggles charity nest. So if the Roosters, you know, beat someone 30 nil in a game, we'll cut a cheque for $30,000 that week, and we do that every week. Fantastic. Um, and it's built up to, I think it's just over $5 bucks now over the last 14 years, which has gone to those selected kids' charities. So yeah. us and the Roosters are, you know, really proud of that and Certainly hope it's gone a long way to helping some very, very needy kids. I'm sure I'm sure you should. It has helped people, and you should be proud of that, John. Good things happen to good people. Congratulations on your daily double yesterday, John, and, and best of luck going forward with particularly sunshine in Paris and obviously your roosters as well. Yeah, thanks, Ray. Nice talking to you this morning.